the time. Amen. You may be seated. We're glad to have each one of you here today. And I'm so very grateful that we can say, even though sometimes, uh, you know, we look around and maybe some people were on vacation this weekend or something. And uh, where's everyone at? Well, God knows where everyone is and knows where you are as well. We lift up the name of the Lord Jesus today. Indeed, our Lord is good all the time. And we're going to ask Brother Harold to come at this time and share the remainder of the welcome and devotion to us today. And bless be the name of the Lord. Bless the Lord. Um, oh, I almost forgot to get a joke. I have to, I'm going to have to remember one of them. Um, <laughs> forgot to prepare. Uh, what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. I'm afraid they might start bringing tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, we're, well, we're going to get there. <laughs> we're, we're building up to that. So in, that'll be a good finale. All right. Couple announcements. Uh, Wednesday night, we remember Bible study here at the church, seven o'clock, um, and then Saturday's men's meeting, the 18th at 5 p.m. here at the church. So come to that if you can. And also the ladies' retreats, like what, three weeks, three weeks away? Ladies' retreat in Branson. So uh, invite someone if you haven't. Somebody may want to get out of town. It's a good opportunity to invite them to do something. If you need any applications, um, you can. Get them in the back or downstairs. And then I'll also remember uh, 31st, we'll be doing the trunk or treat here at the church of October, October 31st. So keep that in mind. We'll have some more details on when that'll be uh, starting sometime there Saturday afternoon. But uh, so just keep that, keep that open if you can, and, and we'll have a good time with that. Does anybody have any announcement they needed to say? Nothing? All right. If you will, let's stand. We're going to... Um, we're not going to have a, a, a devotion or anything today. We're, we're going to have a little more time of prayer. Um, I was working on devotion even this morning. It, it's a good one. Yeah. It was a good one, but I felt more like God wanted us to uh, have a time of prayer. And then in Sunday school, I know they did some praying um, in particular for the country and uh, things going on. And I felt like God was speaking today that we needed to take some time to do that. Obviously, with yesterday, September 11th, there was a lot talked about, right, in the country and um, you probably watched different things. I've watched different documentaries the last couple of weeks on September 11th. There's a lot out there now on it. And a, uh, a, a time definitely that we don't want to forget, a time um, that we want to remember. Um, a lot of people hurting, obviously, this weekend who lost uh, family members during that time. We want to remember them. But um, just the condition of the country right now, it, it's, I guess, definitely not at its strongest. Um, a lot of division, a lot of things going on. Um, a lot of political things, a lot of other things going on. But we do need to be in prayer. We, the Bible tells us to pray. Pray for our leaders. Um, in our time of prayer, we should be praying, even if we don't agree with them. We, we're supposed to be praying for them. Not praying that uh, they believe or whatever like we want them to or do what we want them to, but we want them to be doing what God wants done. All right? Let God move through them, and um, he'll open doors and work on them. Sometimes when we minister to people, I think we 
if they don't believe like we do, it's, it's kind of like they're against us or a slap in our face. But it's really not us, right? It's, it's a slap in God's face. It's not us. All, our job is just to share it, right? Let God work on it. We're all on that number system. I like to use that 1 to 10 where 10 they come to Christ. And some, every, every one of us and everyone we meet in the world is on that number. You know, if we can move somebody from a 1 to a 2, then that's what God wanted us to do. We're not always going to see the, the fruit, I guess, that was spoke of this morning in Sunday school. But... Um, so this morning as we open, we're just going to start with some prayer for the country, for the world, different things going on, um, and then we'll take some prayer requests after that. But let's just start with this prayer this morning. God, we come to you today, God, just asking you, Lord, God, your guidance, God, your direction here in, in our world, God, and in the things that are going on, Lord, you are in control, God, whether it's... Never leave political things, God. Sickness, God, is going on. I pray for the Lord today. Everything, God, that we don't even know that's taking place. We know that you are in control. God, that you are able to work and move and just pray that you move on the leaders' hearts, God, that your will can be done. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Reveal evil, God, that you may be seen, God. Shone, shine light upon Praise your name, O oh God. Praise your name. We would be able to see things. Thank you, Heavenly eyes, Father. God, in the name of Jesus, we honor you, O oh Lord, and we give you glory. We give you praise, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Our own small areas of the world, God. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, dear God. Sharing you, God, to those Praise God, praise God, praise God. We can just do our small Remember Jonathan. All right. Yes, he needs a healing. My wife. What My wife. Oh, Joanne. Yes, Joanne. Yeah, remember Joanne. She's not feeling well. So, 
Was there another hand? No. Thank you, Lord. Does anybody here want to feel like they need prayer for themselves? If you do, I'm going to ask you to come up front. Um, If anybody... We'll start with that prayer, and then we'll go into these requests. But is there anyone else who would like prayer for themselves? If you do, just come on up. All right, so let's all pray. We'll pray for Jesse here first, and then we'll have a time of prayer for these requests. God, we come to you, God, at this time, Lord, just... God, knowing that you know the need, God, God, be the name Lord, of God the Lord. that you know the heart, God, the mind, Lord, you bring peace and comfort. My God, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, we're praying, Lord, for our brother We pray, God, your anointing, your healing, your deliverance, O God, for Jeffrey, O God. Touch him, O God, I pray. God, give him that help that he so much needs here today. Father, we need your help, O God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying, Lord, for you to have your way. Touch him, O God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Uh, let's let's pray for these other requests too at this time. God, we come to you again, Lord God. Knowing that you know each of these needs, God, that you're able to be with the hand of God, the healing that she needs, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, pray that you would be with her, God. Thanking you, dear God, for everything. What she needs, Lord, we want you to have your way. Pray for you to have your way, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise her name, O Lord. In the services, God, we just ask that you minister through the pastor through his words, God. Strengthen him at this time. Provide, God, with what he has to say, Lord, that you would speak through him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Have your way, O Lord. Have your way. Continue to work, God, with the church, God, and building, Lord, whatever you want done, God. Just help us to see clearly, God. Praying that you uh, show us your will, God, and we thank you in your name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, if we could have a couple ushers come up, uh, it's second Sunday today, so uh, we'll be taking up a missions offering. Uh, we'll be going towards uh, the work being done in Haiti, and obviously there's a lot of rebuilding and things that are taking place down there, and uh, also uh, towards the orphanage there in Mexico. So. Um, as you give today, that's where it'll be going, unless you mark it on an envelope and, or uh, on the check, then it'll go towards what you mark it for. But let's pray again. God, we thank you again, Lord, for this opportunity to give and, and to uh, worship in this way, God. We just ask that you'll 
um, be with um, the missions, God, that this work goes to, Lord, that you can uh, be with Brother Greg and uh, them down in Mexico, God, as they're working in the orphanage. Help them, God, to uh, be able just to share your love, God, and to minister to the children there and with all the work being done in Haiti, God, and the rebuilding and all the hurting that's going on, God, we just uh, pray that you will take these finances and, and uh, direct them, God, towards towards that work, God, and you will bless and multiply them and uh, you will receive the glory. In your name, amen. Amen.
and formed against us will remain. Amen.
how awesome our Lord is, but I can tell you that he is awesome. And what a spirit that there was and is among us this morning in our worship, and I thank the Lord for his presence. There is something that I normally do, and I fail to do it this morning, and I want to take the opportunity to do that right now. On Wednesday nights, I usually mention about who is doing the Bible presentation, and I fail to do that. Sister Lisa Carr is our presenter the next two weeks, I've noticed, and I know you will be blessed by being here, as well as the youth for the youth activities downstairs. And all of this starts off with the 6.30 prayer meeting. So please give attention to that as we approach this coming week. I want also to thank the Lord publicly for being a Christian. This week, we have commemorated the 20th anniversary of our tragic happening of 9-1-1, and there has been much ado about that, not a thing wrong with that, and our prayers still go with the people that were affected, and our thanksgiving goes with the way that the Lord has allowed our country to go through this particular time of that terrorism hit our country. And I thank God for the country that we live in. It is still the greatest country in the world. And I honor those that lead our country. I honor those that want to lead our country. And it is a job I would not aspire to, but thank the Lord that there are those who want to keep the temperature going and keep us healthy, and we pray for the health of our country, both physically and uh, in the spiritual sense as well. Now, in my presentation this morning, it's a little bit unusual, I suppose, at the beginning, because I'm going to imitate a type of preacher giving that sometimes the world faces. Perhaps there it is happening somewhere this morning. I don't know. But for just a few minutes here, I want to tell you about some new changes that we're going to be making in our church. Now, just so that nobody gets faint or has a heart attack, my fingers are crossed, and I will be changing the tempo in just a few moments, but there are preachers, presenters in the pulpit today that have came up with a new idea about how to do something, and so in an imitation-type factor, I am going to be doing that. I hope I have your attention because this is going to change the face of this church, okay? 
I want to reveal some forever truth. Oh, I, I had a supper the other night, beans, cabbage, different things like that, and I had a revelation. And so I am going to share some of those revelations with you today. And I've, revealed, I've called some of these forever truths to you. Today I'm going to introduce a new tithing system. I'm calling it tithes times two. Meaning, since the word tithes means 10%, times two means 20%. Now don't, don't shiver over that. If you say tithes once, then times two, that's just 10% more. That's not going to affect anyone. Just be a blessing. Now, for those that have trouble getting going on Sundays, we're going to have refreshments before, before, during, and after service. No more getting thirsty, no more being hungry or anything like that. You do not have to worry about what restaurant you're going to go to, and because uh, we're going to take care of all of you that, that way. Now, this is important. This is really, oh, I, I tell you, this even got my wife's attention. And she, uh, when she typed you, she says, I hope that doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. I said, oh, no, look, look and read it real good. If the weather is bad, we're going to have a valet service program where we will come and get you. If it's cold, we'll have electric blankets. If it's hot, we'll make sure everything is uh, warm and, cold and or cool, just appropriate for you. And not only that, don't ever worry about not having the appropriate clothing for the weather, because we will bring the weather coats, uh, sunshine, it don't matter what it is, umbrellas, We'll have it all for you. Now, this is one of the most important ones of all. If you need some lunch money, don't put in the collection plate. You can take it out. This, oh, it's one of these forever changes. This is just appealing to everyone, I'm sure. Don't put in, but rather you can take it out. And... I can't imagine this happening, but it could. If you really don't like the music, bring your own earbuds with you and uh, just listen to your own music any way, you, any time you want to. You can even listen to it during the summer. I mean, we want you to understand that these changes are forever changes and we're giving it to the likes of mankind. Well, as you know, that I would probably be getting tarred and feathered and rode out on a pole if indeed I was serious about these so-called change-ups, forever truths that I have read. But what I want to tell you today I want to tell you about some things that you know and I know what we're about. This is terribly important 
and I listened to the prayer request today. And as I heard the prayer, we've had tremendous time of prayer today. Uh, I hope you have been plugged into our praying today because there has really been a spirit of prayer here today. And there has really been a tremendous spirit led by the worship team of worship and listing the name of the Lord. We're about that. That is what we concern, some of the things that we concern ourselves with, is worship of the Lord, loving the Lord. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, you see it on the PowerPoint screen, from the King James Version, as most of my scriptures are today, all of them are, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Those Thoughts that shared by Jesus, written and preserved by the Holy Spirit, by Matthew, are some of the basic things that we want to concern ourselves with. Now, I realize that when you get up, go about your business, whatever day of the week it is, that you're not going to be physically in church all day. But I also realize that as you go about your day, you're going to know of someone that has died. You're going to hear of a tragedy that is happening. And if you stop for a few moments at different times of the day, and listen, you'll hear the sirens go off somewhere nearby or in the di distance. And you understand that life is taking a turn for a negative, undoubtedly, for someone in their family. You end up going to the doctor, you get a report that it's not good. You're facing a pending surgery. You have things happening that you don't quite understand, and you become a little anxious. And then all of a sudden, perhaps you then realize that you do not want the Savior, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, to be very far away. Then you happen to remember that Jesus said of himself that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, that's a good thought. Whatever that dilemma is or that you know about or you have experienced, you're glad to know that he is there. And then you remember the words that what it's all about 
And you thank goodness that it wasn't an inventive idea of some church, that it was not an innovative idea of a modern way of worshiping the Lord. And then you remember the words of Jesus. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, all of thy soul, and with all of thy mind. There is an expression that is used by many people in various ways, and it has to do with being focused. It has to do with keeping your mind on what the Lord is all about and what we need to be in the Lord, to be all about the Lord ourselves. And that is, the expression is, the keeping the pedal to the metal. However you want to apply that to whatever you want to apply it in life, there is not a greater application than you can make that that is how we want to love and serve the Lord. But in addition to loving and serving the Lord, we want to be able to share that love of the Lord to the world. And Paul wrote to the church of Thessalonica in the first division of that letter and the third verse. He said, I want you to remember without ceasing your work of faith. Don't give up. Keep the pedal to the metal, as the expression goes. Do not get sidetracked. Do not get carried away with man's ideas, with man's uh, whims, and man's theories, but keep your mind on the work of faith and your labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. That is a really a condensed Bible in this verse, if you please. And excuse my pardoning that of that that way I'm not taking from the Bible, but rather I want to emphasize the Bible when I say that. That let's just look at it again. Remember without ceasing. In other words, let's just put it this way. Don't ever quit remembering the work that you're doing for the Lord and the things that you're doing. That labor, because you love and you're blessed of the Lord for what you're doing. And yes, do you see a paycheck at the end of every day? No, but sometimes we have to, because of faith, because it's a labor of love, we have to have patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and in the sight of God our Father. I remember very well my first public job that I had at the ripe old age of 15 for Goldblatt Brothers in the Chicago area, Joliet to be Pacific. And my mentor on the job was a guy who liked to sit down every chance he got. And so we had been sent out to the 
area where they sold flowers and shrubbery and fertilizer and different things. And we'd been working. And he told me, he says, don't let anybody see you, but this is a good place to sit down and rest. And no sooner had I sat down and found me a place and got comfortable, he hit me and said, get up, here comes the boss. And sure enough, here comes the boss, and he seen us. What? Well, never mind what all he said to us. But after that point in time, I had to make sure that I had a good place to sit down. And sometimes that didn't happen until I was given a break to do so. But anyway, that happens to us in life. But at the same time, what happens to us in life is that we lose sight of the fact that the Lord does not lose sight of who we are. Not that he doesn't want us to have a rest, because in him is rest. Not that the Lord doesn't care about us enjoying ourselves in him, because he does care about that. And what he does care about is the fact that the labor of love, that the labor of love and patience, that it is all being done and in the sight of God. We are sharing the love. That love is be had, to be viewed, to be expressed with wow. I sure wish I had your attitude. I sure wish I could uh, make good things uh, out of bad things like you do. Well, you know, we are being viewed. We are being looked at by people who are to see the light of the glory of God from our very lives. We are sharing the love of God. Let me tell you something. This is something that we are all about, is to let people know, even by our actions, our words, or conversation, that Jesus is real, that we love him, and that he loves us. We are to let people know, and Hebrews describes this so well, the writer in the chapter 10, verse 25, tells us about lifting each other up and caring one for another. This is an old, familiar scripture. I've used it just recently as a matter of fact. The writer said, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Now, I hope we understand that we're not doomsday people. That, that's not what we are all about. But let me tell you something. We realize that life is going to come to an end. And when life comes to an end, we're going to go somewhere. We're either be with the Lord or without the Lord. We're not going to be able to make our own conclusions about what it's going to be. God has a place for you, and he's got a place for me. There is just no question about that. 
There is a place for you and a place for me when we finish up this life. I love the words of John chapter 14 as he talked about the fact that he is going to prepare a place for us and if he goes, he's coming back again. That where he is, there we may be also. Oh, bless the Lord. It's going to happen. But now we're preparing for ourselves for that time when it is to come. But we're also preparing one another, ourselves, for the time that others together, well, let's look at the scripture again, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, but exhorting one another as much, so much more as we see the day approaching. There's a couple things there that I just think is so important for us to uh, look at. One is the fact that we need to be aware of what time it is. Now, if the sermon gets boring at any point in time, you can tell me what time it is. I know you can tell me, but sometimes you even look to see if your clock is working, okay? Uh, a lot of people just clock watchers. Uh, I have a, a beautiful wife that she uh, she understands the clock, the watch, not. She tells you if she's going to do something in a minute, forget it. It'll never see a 60-second span. It'll be when she has got around to it. Oh, it didn't take long, she says. And so that is how she manages time. If it wasn't for her, bless her heart, she'd just be lost. That's all it is to it. If it wasn't for her husband, I mean, uh, I keep her on time. And, uh, she just wouldn't make it without me. Oh, my Lord, help her. Well, he will help her and does help her. He gave her me. Thank the Lord for me. And, and I thank the Lord for me being given to her as well. All right. Notice the scripture. Again, not forsaking. Don't you give up. Don't you throw the towel in. You've got a forever truth that is operating as a forever truth. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Not forsaking. Getting our hopes and our focus and our love directed on the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Making sure that we're not only doing business the right way ourselves, but doing business the God way. Oh, I like that. Doing business the God way to help our brothers and sisters along the way. There is a concern that we must have. So we keep each other encouraged even more so as we see the day approaching. This week has been loaded with lots of mandates and different things, and some of them are rather alarming to me. And it makes me know that we're just at the, well, it just seems like we're at the end of time. And it seems like I need to get shook up more about how my life is lived for the Lord. I mean that. I want my life. 
I want to be shook up about the way my life is being lived for the Lord. Not just for myself, but for my fellow man as well. For my family, for my neighbors, for everyone that comes through this building today, tomorrow, the next time, and so on. I want my life to get a hold of God. And I want God to get a hold of me. And I want to send out the sirens, if you please. I want to send out the alarms that, folks, we've got to get in this thing. I'm talking about changes that we're not changing. These are forever truths that are based upon God's Word. We are reading it right now from Hebrews chapter 10, 25. But in the manner that some is exhorting one another. Come on now. So much more as you see the day approaching. Understanding, folks, that we have got to have a mindset that when Jesus says it's time, we have done everything that we can and do to have shared the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. On the day of Pentecost, at the time of the Holy Ghost being poured out, Acts chapter 3 and verse 19, we have one of the apostles speaking, Luke doing the recording. And as he was talking about repenting and exhorting one another and getting people ready for the coming of the Lord, he said, Repent you therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of repression shall come from the, re- the presence of the Lord. There is two things I want to draw your attention to. The times of repression that come from the Lord. We're not a presenting a message necessarily about what is a doomsday experience We're not talking about the pitiful side of the end of this life. There is one. I don't want to sugarcoat things. And I do not want to cause people to think I don't believe that there is a difference between a heaven and a hell. There is. And it will exist. And I don't want you, me, or anyone else to experience the terrible side of the end of this life. But I want you to experience what the Holy Ghost was being preached about and what was being shared was that they wanted men, women, to be able and should, must, got to, no two ways about it, got to repent and be converted Change from one way of doing things to another way. Converted. Uh, I like that too, by the way. That's a pretty good thing. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Uh, perhaps you do. You probably do. I remember the day I was converted. It was a long time ago, but I remember the day I was converted. I remember the sins being taken away. I remember changing my life. And I remember people coming up to me and saying, you're not the person you used to be. You've changed. Yeah, 
I know it. That's what happens when we share the message of the Lord Jesus Christ and being converted. We change and we're getting ready for another way of life. Yes, that is some of those things that this church must be about and will be about is for us to lift up the message of Jesus, talking about the times of refreshing when we come to the presence of the Lord. As I worship, I know Sister Lisa and the worship team, they can't hear me or they could not get into the sounds like they do and stay on track because I would surely mess them up. And I, and I do my very best to be quiet, <clears throat> try to be quiet when I am singing because I'm, uh, well, uh, as my wife puts it, you're tone deaf. You don't know how to carry a tune. So uh, I, I know that it's important for me to be seen and not heard. But sometimes I just get exuberant. And I can't help it when I'm talking about how awesome he is. I tell you, it is a wonderful feeling to know that he is awesome. And this is what Peter was talking about here in the book of Acts, that when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We are in his presence today. I, as I look around today, I, I see people with smiles on their face. I recognize the smile. I really do. It's like the mile, you know, a smile, mile, while. I don't know what that means, but I've read it somewhere. But don't ask me to bring you the documentation. We are people that are loving the Lord. This is what this church is all about. No, it's not a tithe system times two. That's not what we're all about. It's not refreshments during and after the church service. It is not about if the weather's bad, we're going to be on your front door with a vehicle, and it doesn't matter what the weather is, we'll have the appropriate clothing with us. And it isn't about necessarily you taking money out of the collection plate instead of putting it in if you're hungry. It isn't about whether you have earbuds so you don't hear the music that is being shared by Christian men and women. Let me tell you what it is about. What the forever truths are for this place, for your life. It is about loving the Lord. It is about sharing the love of the Lord. It is about lifting each other up and caring. And it's about caring for the lost sinner, the one that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, there are many things that could have been added to that list. And in fact, it was suggested uh, by my companion that maybe one of the far-out truths that I was uh, searching for was that there be a time limit when I get behind a pulpit. But I decided, no, that's, that's more of her 
interpretation. I didn't want to do that. Not really, but I didn't want to do that anyway. I wanted God to look good today. This is about God. This is about God's truth. This is about what he came into this world, lived and died for. This is about you and I being gathered together here. So much more so as we see the day approaching. Lord, help us to be people. Oh, thank the Lord. Help us to be people that will lift him up. Let us be people that will cause the needy to understand that their needs will be answered through the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, that doesn't mean we can't help somebody to inspire a God-directed program. I want this to happen, too. But I want God to direct the program. And I want the Lord to be lifted up in everything we do. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want, Lord, to lift up your name. And we want you, Lord, to be lifted up as your word says to draw all men to you. Lord, this service today, this sermon today, Lord, is not about me as an individual and it's not about any of the egos that are here today because we want to belong to you. And our egotistical thoughts and minds be conformed to what you would have us to be conformed to. Lord, this is about worship and receiving from you. Lord, today I ask your blessings upon every man, woman, everyone that is under the sound of our voice. Lord, we want you to bless them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Lord. As we just linger for a few more moments, I want everyone to know that if there is a need existing in your life, our Lord is able to help you right now. He is able. He's here. And I want you also to know that sometimes the answer isn't always right now. But sometimes the Lord says, wait a minute. Sometimes the Lord says, we'll work this We'll work through this. I want you today to cling to the promises of God. And I want you to cling to the direction of the Lord who said, I want you to love me with all of your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. Lord, help us to go from this place today because of the love of God, with the love of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen, amen. Give the Lord a cheer. Would you do that? Praise God. Praise the Lord.